Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. We could all use to issue a few more pie reps. Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you are listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school. Visit groundschoolacademy.com to check it out. Learn more. Private, instrument, commercial, FOI, complete ground schools as well. If you're watching this podcast as a video on the m0a.com YouTube channel, welcome to the Shepherd Spare Bedroom. Uh, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Uh, we're not officially on a quarantine. We're more just like a... Uh, request to stay at home more so, to put it a polite way, essential businesses only, uh, don't go out but for groceries and everything else, essentially. So, uh, if you could see what I see right now, I have the entire TriCaster, that's how we live stream everything. I have a mixing board, I've got just my USB microphone here. In front of me, I've got our one of our big cameras, a bunch of our lights, my own personal monitor, another desk over there. I have taken over. Uh, the spare bedroom that normally serves is really just storage for all my books. I got bookshelf behind me, bookshelf over there, <laughs> and everything else. So um, anyways, I hope you all are doing quite well. I hope, my goodness, by the time this uh, this comes out, I'm recording this now um, about two weeks before this actually will post. So hopefully by the time you're hearing this, uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, is certainly well on the decline, is what we are all uh, hoping for with that. Today we're talking about PIREPS. Yesterday's video was also about the topic of PIREPS. You think, Jason, how can you share an entire podcast about PIREPS? Well, it's it, it, it's simple. We we need more of them. Yes, that's the that's the short of it. But I want to educate you just a little bit about um, pie reps, and then we'll work our way kind of through them and how to give them. So first off, what is a pie rep? At the most basic level, a pie rep is a pilot report. I love pie reps because what we learned earlier in the week, we learned about, um, at least on the ground school member webinar, we learned about METARs and TAFs and AIRMETs and SIGMETs, and those are phenomenal. However, there is nothing better, I believe, than hearing it direct from the pilot's themselves. That's what a pilot report is. Now, um, it's tough because sometimes those uh, those pilot reports are given by a 757 first officer, um, and that doesn't always apply to me. The turbulence at you know flight level 350, it, it just doesn't apply to me. And then we also have to take their their pyreps with a grain of salt too. If I'm flying 23 Mike Zulu, my beloved Cessna 172. And a 757 calls up and it says it's experiencing light turbulence through 5,000 feet. Well, if it's light turbulence to a 757, thinking about how turbulence works and weight and everything else, what do you think that light turbulence is going to feel like to my Cessna 172? Is it can be pushing moderate to heavy to extreme type turbulence, right? Uh, I, I would imagine so. It might, might be a safe estimate. So I'm watching things like that. I typically like to see pyreps from aircraft similar to mine, though, as well. But the 757 at a lower altitude 
at or an altitude I'm going to be flying picking up ice, just I'm going to pick up ice too. Just because it's a 757 and I'm 172, ice doesn't care. We're still going to pick up ice. So there's benefits to that. You have to look at the levels it's at. Now there's two essential types of PIREPs, a UA and a UUA. A UA is a routine PIREP, whereas a UUA is a urgent PIREP, okay? Question now, how do I give a PIREP? I believe we have a barrier we have to break down because it used to be so difficult to give a PIREP. Back in the day, I say back in the day, like it is five, seven years ago even, if you wanted to give a PIREP and have it end up actually to go see it on aviationweather.gov, there was really one essential place you called, a few different ways to call them, and that was the flight service station. You could land and call them on the phone if you remembered it. You could pick them up on a flight service station frequency in the air, but you know, that's always challenging too. Calling over a VOR, do you remember, and you can you can still do this, but do you remember? 2-3 um, Mike Zulu transmitting on, you know, one one eight point whatever, listening over the Ocala VOR, 113.7. And you're listening to them, this, this broken frequency, while the Morse code is chiming. Like, if you've never done this before, it's... It's interesting. Meanwhile, most people give PIREPs when the weather's bad. Very few people take the time to give PIREPs when the weather is clear and 10, which by the way, the flight service stations like those just as much. PIREPs help confirm what's happening uh, outside. If it's clear and 10 and you confirm what the METAR says, that's great. It's another way for myself going in. METAR says it's clear in 10. Forecast says it's going to stay that way. A pilot in 172 just said it's clear in 10. Check, check, check. It's going to be clear in 10. There's a pretty darn good chance, right? Pressure's rising, whatever it may be. There's a pretty good chance it's going to stay that way. Be a great day to go flying. METAR says the winds are calm. A PIREP calls up and says they encountered wind shear on final at the same airport. I'm going to approach that with a little more concern. When I'm pre-flight, I'm going to look at the windsock and go, that windsock is not showing calm. I think the pilot in that pilot report, that PIREP, was on to something. Do you see where I'm getting? So they can contradict the textual weather as well. They can reinforce the textual weather. I was sharing how do we share our PIREPs, though, and sharing how most people only share it when the weather's bad. And I believe that's a limitation of why we didn't get as many PIREPs. One, we only gave them when the weather was bad. And it's that's... You could have always given it if the weather's good, and you still can and should. However, people tended to only give PIREPs when the weather was bad, and previously it was very difficult to give PIREPs because you'd have to call the flight service station, listen over the VOR if they didn't have a direct frequency, whatever that may be. I'm picking up ice. I'm getting bumped around. I don't have time to call the flight service station when all this other stuff is happening. Do you follow me uh, when I say that? So we'd wait till we got on the ground. We'd call. Or what a lot of us did was we would just call the controller. Hey, I'm picking up ice and I'm in this area. And that's great. However, the controller's also busy. That pilot report would only live on that controller's desk. It wouldn't make it back to the flight service station. If I 
10 years ago called up a controller and said, hey, I'm picking up light Ryan mice at 8,000 feet, he would alert other aircraft on his frequency and aircraft soon to be on his frequency once they came on his frequency flying in a similar area that another 172 reported they were picking up light rhyme ice at 8,000 feet in the same area. Let me know if you need an altitude change or a heading change. But it would never make it on aviationweather.gov or in the actual flight service station briefings, our abbreviated, our outlook uh, weather briefings. Nowadays, that's all changed. Nowadays, we can call up a controller, let them know we have a PIREP, and they'll not only take the PIREP, disseminate it to everybody else on that frequency, most of them will hear you give it anyways, it will also now go to the flight service station and you can go find it on aviationweather.gov or ForeFlight or wherever you're getting your PIREP data now. Now the other fear is, well, Jason, I don't know what to say. What do they actually want? It's not much. Here's actually from the AIM, the contents of a PIREP. First off, we just covered, UA or UUA? Well, let the controller decide if it's urgent or routine. OV, over, location of the PIREP. Do you need to give the controller the location? No, because they know exactly where you are. They know what altitude you're at. The time the PIREP was received from the pilot, you don't need to give them that either. They know that, they're talking to you right now. FL is the flight level. Unless you're climbing through an altitude, hey, I picked up light rhyme ice on my climb up to nine or thousand feet. It was around four to five thousand feet. About five thousand feet, the ice stopped, or the turbulence stopped, or whatever the condition actually is. That's about the only time you can tell them the altitude. Other than that, they're going to know what altitude you're at. Type, aircraft type is next. TP if you're reading it on a PIREP. They know your aircraft type. You're in the system. You're on the IFR flight plan. You're on VFR flight following, whatever it may be. Here's the things they don't know that you can give them. The sky cover. Hey, it was an overcast layer from 7,000 to 10,000, but at 10,000, I'm on top. Temperature. A quick look at any G1000 has in the bottom left-hand corner. Old 172 is up on the air vent, whatever it may be, if you want to give them the temperature up there as well. If you have an air data computer that's doing some calculations for you, you can also do the next one, which is our wind velocity. Hey, uh, my, my G1000 is showing, or my Dynon is showing the winds from 360 at uh, 1.8 knots. TB turbulence. It could be negative. It could be light. It could be moderate. It could be whatever it is. Icing. It could be negative. It could be light. It could be moderate. It could be rhyme. It could be clear. And then any additional remarks that you actually have. Think about it now this way. They already know where I am, the time. Typically, they're going to know the altitude unless it was through climbing and descent. You encountered something. They know your aircraft type. All you have to tell them is what's the skies doing? Temperature, winds, turbulence, icing. And not all of those apply. You may say, listen, it's I'm picking up ice in the clouds, which are here. The temperature is this. I don't care about winds and turbulence at that point. I just care about the icing conditions I'm actually encountering. So while this is a short commercial pilot podcast for this week, um, I want to encourage you. If you're out there flying, many of us still may be in shelter and place orders. When you get back flying, I want you to go out there and give a PIREP. If it's clear in 10, give a PIREP. If it's light turbulence, give a PIREP. Whatever it may be, I want you to go out there, find an excuse to fly, and issue a PIREP. 
I also want to challenge you to make sure you're listening to all the podcasts that M0A.com puts out. The Private Pilot Podcast, the Instrument Pilot Podcast, the Commercial Pilot Podcast you're listening to here now, and hopefully your future certificates and ratings, the CFI, Certificated Flight Instructor Podcast as well. Until then, uh, again, thank you for all that you do for aviation. Stay safe out there. And most importantly, remember, the good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you.